I'm Arya Schwartz, along with my co-host for tonight, Pat Ralph, and welcome to the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W, using X's and O's, along with key stats we bring honest and critical analysis. Pat, we got some hot topics, yeah. and we're going to say some stuff people might not like to hear, right? but we don't hold back because we're honest and critical. That's the catchphrase. Let's keep with it. Uh, Pat, I've, it's been a headline story of recent. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas Aces traveled for over 25 hours from Las Vegas all the way to Washington, D.C., my current uh, home state. And they finally get in a few hours. I think it was they got they landed, according to social media, they landed around 2.30. The game was originally scheduled for 7, and the teams bumped it back to 8. Yes. So that's, what, that's 6 hours, a little less than 6 hours, yeah, five, and five and a half hours. Yeah, Five and a half hours to prep for the game. I, I got my take, and, and my take is is pretty simple, so I'm going to let you go first, Pat. Sure. Um, well, you laid it out very well. It's a very complicated situation. Um, there's a lot of gray area. Um, I think it's very um, – I, I will say to start, I don't think anyone's going to come out of this looking very good. Um, I think that there is going to be – there is people who are, it's not going to look totally all nice and pretty for Vegas. And I know that's not a popular thing to say and that, but I don't think it, it, they're going to look great with this. And I obviously don't think the league, the league looks very good with this. Um, I think for me, um, the fact that the league has not ruled on this yet. Um, and we are now 72 hours out. Am I wrong? Are we 72 hours out? Are We're 72 uh, hours past, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're now 72 hours out, and they pretty much told us to not – pretty much it would take about 24 hours was the expectation. We're now up to 72 hours. The longer this goes, the more likely I get the feeling that this is going to get rescheduled. Um, now, how they're going to do it, I don't know because you look at the schedules of both teams, and the only way they're going to make this work based on my analysis and of looking at the schedules and looking at comparing them – it's got to be either next Monday or next Tuesday because they're both off and one of the two has got to play a back-to-back. Um, that's the only way this is going to work for the next two weeks. Um, but as the longer this keeps going, I think it's getting rescheduled because why would they take this long to just say, oh, it's it's a forfeit, it's done. shouldn't be taking this long. If that's what their decision is, it should be over, it should be done, they should settle it. But because they're still taking this long to decide – I get the impression that they're still trying to find a way to reschedule this and that they are going to appease and 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 uh, condone what Vegas did. Now, but but Pat, doesn't that cause the issue of kind of sending now and I I want to preface this. I know you're about to get into it. Yes. At, doing these things has league-wide repercussions and implications of what happens next time when a different team. I mean, this is a younger team, which I have Bingo. seen many people say, you know, oh, it's a younger team, so they're just a bunch of whiners. No, it's not just that they're a bunch of whiners. Maybe that's an aspect of it. I'm not pointing my finger at that. My right. thing is like, look, at the end of the day, they were traveling a ridiculous amount of time. And, you know, there's many things that go into it, but obviously there's league-wide implications. Go for it, Pat. Sorry. Yes. So I am still very curious and intrigued. I think we all are about how the league responds to this. My gut feeling is still what it was a couple days ago, that it's going to be a forfeit for Vegas and a win for Washington. I know that's going to make a lot of playoff teams mad, and I know that from talking to people in the league, 
There's going to be people who are mad that Washington is just going to be gifted a win. And I know it's going to get people upset. It's not fair that they should just be given a win, that it could be a loss for them. It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. It can affect playoff seating. And that, like, that could be the difference between a team having to play a home game uh, or playing a road game or having to play a single elimination opening round game or getting a, a buy into the second round or so on and so forth. I get teams are going to be upset about that, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think what it is is that I think the best compromise they can come to is – they're going to say, you know what? What you did, Vegas, we understand. We're going to address this issue. We're going to come up with a solution and solve the problem. But you're going to have to forfeit because it's not fair to Washington. They were ready to play. Um, I have to say, I think Tebow's comments, Coach Tebow's comments, were a little bit out of touch. Um, I get where he's coming from. He didn't need to go on this whole rant about buses. And, you know, this is really, it's just kind of an out of date kind of thing. It's a very. It's just very – it's just an out-of-date thing. I just think it's a very uh, – an old man stance, get off my lawn kind of thing. I think it's not a productive thing to just be like, well, we took buses here like 15 years ago. Like nobody cares, you know? Like, like I'm sorry, you know? No, you're, you're right. And so I don't think that's productive. I get where he's coming from. I get he was really upset because they're ready to play. And it's not fair to the Mystics. Like they were clearly upset. You saw Moaning Curry's comments. She's like, I understand how late Vegas feels. I get where they're coming from. But they should play. They're here. It's not fair to the fans and whatnot. You know, as you alluded to, Ari, from the league's perspective, if they reschedule this game, they're only going to empower and incentivize players and teams to do this behavior and to do this again. It's not in the league's interest to let this practice become the norm because if you appease Vegas, they're going to then give the players' union more negotiating power when we get to CBA negotiations. As we've talked about, and I'm writing about this week, and it will come out Wednesday, the CBA, I'm going to do an explainer on it. This is a big topic. It has gained a lot of attention over the last month since Asia Wilson made those comments about the salaries in lieu of LeBron James signing that huge contract. This is a big deal. They can opt out of the CBA. I can guarantee you now this is not source. This is just basic knowledge. This is the, the travel issue is going to be part of the CBA negotiations whenever they opt out. The league does not want to cede any ground in those talks because, as I said, that's going to come up now. Um, and I get it. There's two very different and understandable views to what took place. I'm trying to come down in the middle because I understand how people, the pro-Vegas side, I completely understand. I could not imagine. And Ari, I think you agree with me. How Imagine trying to play a basketball game after traveling for 25 hours with being cramped in airports, on planes, very little food. You're just – You've got to be wiped. Like, I can understand why Vegas did not want to play. I think we can all agree that there needs to be a solution to this problem. It cannot be ignored. We can't have this, that meme of the dog drinking the coffee. This is fine. Like, that's what we have right now. We can't have that reaction. We need to, it needs to be changed. It needs to be addressed. Um, we can't, this is a, it's ridiculous, the travel they go through. Um, and I think that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's as simple as that, oh, it's players versus owners. Like we said, I think there's a lot of players and teams, like I just alluded to, they're going to be upset if Vegas gets to reschedule. Um, well, you know, so answer they, me this. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I mean, everything you're touching on, I completely agree with. My, my question is, so I've kind of heard you tell both sides of it. End of the day, when they do announce it, because he said, you know, it's taking a little bit longer, so that might that might lean towards they are trying to reschedule it. Do you think 
in your opinion, not any sources, anything like that, do you believe that they will reschedule this game? Right now, if you told if you told me gun to my head, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying oh, uh, I mean let's pretend Pat. Yes. That I just got an email from the league. I'm about to open it. What does it say? I think they're rescheduling. Boom. I think it's just why are they taking this long? If they were just going to forfeit, settle it, move the cycle along, get it done before they take the court against Connecticut on Sunday, and let's move along with the season. We have other things to cover. I don't think anyone really wants to be sitting around talking about this. I mean, it was it moved the cycle for about 24 hours there for Friday night and Saturday. But I think everyone by Sunday, when the games came back, we were ready to go. We're ready to move along, you know. And I think it's the league doesn't now. This is hanging over the league. Um, it's just. It's bad. And you want? Know I'm gonna. And it's just obviously. I mentioned this. The implications that this has on the playoffs is huge. It's enormous. And this is just. It, it's not good. This is not. They need to address this. And I get it on both sides. And like I again, this is a not a popular opinion either. This is not. Um, this is something that people are not going to hear. But like, the stuff like this can be avoided. Okay, like we talked about this offline. Like, there's a reason teams fly out. Like. You're talking to somebody today. There's a team they were flying, heading out somewhere. They had to leave at six in the morning and stuff. They're leaving first thing. Like this is what teams do. Like you go out first thing. It's and I'm not saying it's. As I said, this is the unfortunacy, and this is what we all agree on. We agree on that the travel for WNBA players has to be fixed. It's ridiculous that they're subjected to. If you, um, you know. But you can make ways to make it work around it, and you run the risk, you know. So it's like you feel bad for them, and I—it's awful what they went through. But at the same time, there are ways to avoid not having to fly out later. You can take an earlier flight, so you know. And it's—and correct me if I'm wrong—they didn't play. Did they had they played the day before? I uh, don't know, but I don't believe so. So it's not like they had a game and they need the rest. So I'm not critic. I'm not saying it's Vegas's fault. I'm just saying things can be avoided. Things can be avoided. Yeah. So I know that's not what anyone wants to hear. I know it probably some people are going to get. There's going to be some people going to get upset at that because how dare we come against Vegas? And I'm not trying to come out against they, Vegas. Just, just, just to be clear, they played on the first. The game was supposed to be on the third. So yeah. So okay. All right. So so they were. They did travel out the next day. So I'm corrected. Okay. After they play a game, yeah. I am corrected. That's fine. I'm just – we're being honest. We're being critical. I'm laying out both sides. I am not on either side. I'm in the middle. I understand where both sides come from. I totally get it. I think we all want this issue to be resolved. The league the league should do this. And I think the Vegas did a very courageous thing because I think this is going to have to get resolved in the offseason. This is not going to be the yeah. case come uh, 2019. I mean, uh, you you hit it on the head. Uh, I'm just going to add a few things. Yeah. One, I'm sorry I took up all the air. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, you you essentially said everything I was going to say. Um, so that's awesome because that saves me a little bit of breath. The the few things that I would add to it is is one, I don't know whose call it was and when this happened, but it's ridiculous that it they waited that late to announce that it was canceled. Just flat out ridiculous. If you would at least call it canceled when you landed, call it canceled when you got to the hotel four hours before the game or three hours before the game. Don't cancel it at seven o'clock or seven fifty or whatever it was, less than an hour before the tip off supposed to start. Not fair. That's to absurd. That's 
It's not fair to fans, and that's not it's not fair to the players. That's not how a professional sports league should be ran. Just flat out. Um, another thing I want to bring up is I I personally hold this belief, which is that I agree what Vegas and every other team has gone through this season, especially in the condensed schedule, is ridiculous. It should not be happening. At the end of the day, though, I do believe they were there and they did not play the game, so it should be a forfeit only because, like, oh, I mean, what, what are you going to do? You can't, you know, I mean, it, it's, it just it causes too many things, and I just don't think, you know, at the end of the day that it's necessarily fair to throw this in later on. Or let's say Vegas is one game out. They need, like, it, it, it's just at the end of the day, I'm sorry. Like, Vegas did the right thing, I believe. I think making that stand was the right thing. Someone needed to do it at some point, whether or not this is the right time or blah, 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 and all that jazz, fine. But I think at the end of the day, you kind of have to say, like, I'm taking a stand, and this is kind of the part of it that if to make to make the the greater good, you're going to have to sacrifice something. And in my opinion, this one game is going to be that sacrifice. In all honesty, I don't even think the, the Aces are making the playoffs. Anyways, so I don't think that's a big deal. Something I do want to put out there, though, is an idea. Two things. One, an idea that I had, and I want a one-sentence reaction from you, Pat. Yep. I said the league should go out, buy a airplane, soup it up, you know, paint it <laughs> all crazy, WNBA, watch me work, this, this, and that. It would basically be a tour bus, and the plane would just fly around, picking up the teams, have the plane big enough that you can hold one to two teams, yep. so you can pick up a team, drop them off, and then take off again and drop off that team. Yeah, it's not as, as glitzy as every team having their own team or their own plane. But then, not only do I think that there would be some hilarious like opportunities for league marketing on that plane, yeah. but I also think it would be a great bonding experience for the teams. It would be a really cool experience. And at the end of the day, then you don't have these players putting up with these crap accommodations. Yeah. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts on that? One sentence, go. <laughs> One sentence. Ooh. Um... It's a great idea, but it's highly unrealistic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean that—that's—that's that's basically my take on it. Also, I—I I like to to dream. All right. Hey, dream um, all you want, lad. Dream all you want. <laughs> so then, the the one other thing that I think is important to bring up in this topic, and you touched on it, is the CBA negotiations and how this will affect it. To me, this is obviously going to be in the forefront of the discussions. But what I worry, and I tweeted this out the other day, and I've mentioned this to you many times, the thing that I worry, and I, it came out in my newsletter also earlier uh, Monday, I worry that we're going to get to the CBA negotiations. I think everyone kind of expects that they're going to opt out and we're going to get into these, these discussions. My concern is that the league kind of puts it to them. And, and as you heard talking to David Barry on our podcast, the league is not inclined to be completely upfront and honest with the players or the fans when it comes to certain things because it could hurt their bottom line. Mm -hmm. To me, what could happen very likely is the league says, hey, we don't have that much money, which whether or not that's true is a different story, but we don't have that much money. You can have one of two things. You can either have better flight accommodations. Maybe it is a team, uh, a league plane. Maybe it's you get to be you get to have a chartered plane when you're playing a back to back, something like that. May, they find a solution, better flight accommodations, better travel accommodations. The other, or you could have your pay increase, 
one or two players you decide and they kind of hardball it. And to me, someone might look at that and go, oh, well, at least we got one of those things and it's a great thing. But to me, that is a loss. It's it's not a win-win. It's a lose-lose because at the end of the day, the players deserve both. And, if, and as Liz Cambage said on an ESPN interview conference call, if you are going to promote this league as the top professional women's sports league, a top professional women's basketball league, then you need to respect them and treat them like that. And right now, you get it from the fans. You, In my opinion, you get it to some degree by media who covers it, but you're not necessarily getting it from the league. I don't mean that in the sense the league isn't doing enough, but in some ways, I mean, I think this is one of the cases where it's it's just ridiculous. Um, and they need to find a solution. Well, I think you're right that this could turn into a situation where this flight thing actually turns into, well, they're going to use it as a chip to bargain with them. And I think they're going to use it as that, well, this is a pressing thing right now. And they're going to use it to say, hey, well, how about we'll give you this and that kind of, you know, quid pro quo, you know? And I think they need to use this flight thing. It's like you said, it's in their best interest to not give up their leverage and their negotiating ground. They can't give up turf. They're going to use that. They could use that and front end say, hey, here you go. That's what we're going to give you. We're going to cede that because the league knows they're going to have to address this. They're not going to be able to go into the next season with these players uh, going through the same travel thing as they have in the past um, after what happened this past week. I think that that's a very good chance it's going to happen. Um, I, I just think that the salary thing, it's, it, is, it is picking up momentum. Um and I think the league is in a really tough spot because the league wants to grow the game, but they realize that growing the game means you've got to start paying the players more and stuff, you know, and you've got to be able to pay them. You know, I, I get it. There's a revenue aspect. The WNBA, do not hold me to these numbers. Someone can correct me on this. What makes about, correct me if I'm wrong, Ari, about $50 million a year. Am I wrong? Five hundred. That's excluding that. No, no, no. That that's accurate based off what they've what they've allowed us to see. Okay, the NBA makes seven point four billion dollars. So I understand the revenues are different. It's natural. A bigger market, a bigger revenue stream, more teams, more players. Everyone's going to get more of the pie. I understand that. I get that. There's there are two different things, but still, like the players are going to make the case that they deserve more than 25% of what they're getting now and should get closer. I don't know if they're going to get 50% the first time around, but I think I know they're going to swing for the fences to try to get that. It may have to be, and the players, I, I, I can understand from the player perspective, this is a lot easier said than done. And like, I would be open to be like having a discussion about this, but like, like maybe you try to get incrementally up to 50. I know it may not be as cool, but maybe you work your way up and say, okay, we get a little bit here. All right. Then we get a little bit there. Okay. We build up and stuff. Now, that might not be the negotiations may not be as easy as that. You may need to really twist some arms and fight. But And then, as I said to you too, I just alluded to it a little bit there. Um, my last point on that is that there is a puppet in this whole thing, and there is someone controlling the strings, and that is the National Basketball Association. This is the thing. The WNBA is part of them. They are an entity of the NBA. A lot of what they go through, a lot of what goes on, is approved and given the green light by the NBA. So – this is not just Lisa Borders and the W acting on their own accord, I think. I think a lot of this is that they are, let's say, told, given instructions. I think that's a fair, uh, I would say, assumption to say. Um, and I've, I, f- I think that a lot of it is um, 
So I don't know. I, I, I'd like to be wrong. That That's maybe not the case, but I think it's a pretty, I think it's a fair statement that I think that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind closed doors that's dictated by uh, the, the actual NBA and the league office. It kind of tells them, here's what you're going to do. Here's how it's going to work. Here's what it is. Have a good night. No, I, I completely agree. And then we're going to close out this episode, and I'll, I'll finish it off on one last thing. Uh, the WNBA Players Association, if you guys need some 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 hardcore negoti- negotiators, excuse me, uh, give Pat and I a call, and we'll lay down the facts. We are not afraid. And then you can kind of, you know, save face and just say, ah, oh, it was them, it was them. All kidding aside, something needs to be changed. We will be here to report when something does start changing. And this has been the WNBA Insider Show. I'm R.A. Schwartz. That was Pat Ralph. Each, to- each week, different topics important to the W. Every episode, you know it.